The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. and drums, you know it's time for the Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator, powered by Evergy. Join us as we explore the world of business, leadership, and entrepreneurship in Wichita. Learn from local business leaders and owners on how they have built and grown their companies and the challenges and opportunities they met along the way. Coming to you from the Evergy Room at the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Here are your hosts, Don Sherman and Ebony Clemens Ajibalande. Welcome to the Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator, powered by, of course, Evergy. We're glad you're here today. We're here to uplift small businesses in the Wichita metro, and uh, we're just glad to be able to have this platform to tell these stories because there's they're all different. Yes. Yeah, it's true. And I just love the idea of the Chamber coming up with this podcast. I mean, because... We just haven't had an opportunity to connect how we normally do in 2020. And this gives us a new avenue to really connect and bring people together and share about local culture and hero stories such as you and the family business. So with that, Brandon, we are here with Brandon Nguyen, Kim Sung, Asian Market. Tell us a little bit about you and your business. So um, it's a family-owned business. We've been in business for about 17 years. Um, my, my dad runs the business. Um, I kind of, I helped with them when I was younger, but I started being a part of it. I'd say about four years ago, and started managing it, kind of help him like work less. And I kind of, kind of put a little more on my hands and, um, it's been going good the last couple of years. I think it's a good transition. And I think we're able to kind of do a little, little bit of both sides of our, like how he does business and how I, how I do business. So it's kind of a mix of both sides. Mm -hmm. I think it's good for like a good transition in this kind of type I, of, type I of like day. That. But you've been working with him though, since you were like a little kid, right? Correct. Correct. So yeah, I've been like, just kind of stocking shelves, running, like working the cashiers, whatever area that they really need when I was growing up, but not really. I think he's been doing the whole managing and everything. So I kind of, I kind of noticed that he was, it was a lot of work, so I think that's when I came in and I, and I quit what I was doing, and I was thought I would, I would help them out. I like that. Yes. I, th I think there's real value in starting at a young age and understanding uh, the, the nuts and bolts of Correct. what to do in the market. Can you talk a little bit about that experience? I know so, you said, you know, stocking shelves and yeah. things like that. The, the main thing I would say mainly is to kind of make sure our shelves are – Let's say like fully stocked or make sure we have enough inventory, backup inventory. Um, especially being a small business, you, you kind of do a lot of things uh, yourself. Like let's say like we, we don't have an accounting uh, department thing. We do, we do, we pay our own bills. We, we do a lot of stuff like ourselves, I would say. So it's, so being a small business owner, you, you mainly have to be able to be very flexible and like do like everything. You have to be able to order, order, order stuff on time. Make sure you have things in before the holidays, or even with us, we we sell a lot of live seafood, like live lobsters, live Dungeness mm -hmm. crab, king crab. Mm -hmm. uh, especially around the holidays, we get in large shipments from um, 
all different coasts of the U.S. Um, especially with COVID right now, it's kind of hard because of because uh, with seafood you have to have it flown in less than 24 hours. And right now with flights and stuff, it's very hard. Mm. Um, even with like um, I would say like products that we get in from like different areas of the country or like from California, Texas. Sometimes it's very hard right now just because there's not enough trucks mm-hmm. in and out now or some of the supplies are kind of cut because there's not enough, um, I would say, shipping containers coming into the U.S. since they've cut down like however much and taxation has gone up also too. So all of that kind of like changes a lot of stuff in the last like couple months of pricing and like how we do business. But I think we've kind of handled it very well. How yeah. big are your crab legs? Um, <laughs> we, I'm just asking for a friend. So we have some... I think I think our crab legs are pretty good size. They're they're not like Costco size, really big, you know. Okay. But they, I think they're they're average size. But I mean, we carry like we got some king crab, like live king crab, and oh. I mean they're like six to eight pounds. These yeah. Things are like a bit big. I'll show you a picture later. Okay. Live. 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 Still moving. <laughs> uh, that's the one thing I can say. Uh, your market has like saved my marriage several times. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna tell you that now. <laughs> know that I can count on your market to give us the best fresh uh, meat. I will come in. Um, we're Nigerian, so we need goat correct. meat. So that's important, yes, right? Correct. And the fresh seafood and those yes. crab legs. Woo! <laughs> Amazing. So yes. thank you. No problem. Thank you. <laughs> From a personal note. <laughs> thank you for shopping. <laughs> of course, of course. So you guys have been in business for 15 or 17 years, you yeah, said, Yeah, 17 right? years. And how many employees do you have? Uh, we have around like, I think 11 and 12. 11 or 12. Yes. And you are responsible for managing those? Correct. Yes. That's awesome. So we kind of divide them up in like certain areas of the store to cover whichever areas like part-time shelf stockers or like just the produce meat area area and and the cash registers area. Mm -hmm. So we divide them all up in certain areas of the store. That's awesome. I love that. Excellent. So when you was growing up, you mentioned you was working in the store. I'm just curious as a person in child labor myself did you get paid by your dad <laughs> yeah I think he paid he did pay me but it's more of just like going out there to help out it wasn't really like I mean at, at the end of the day though it was like kind of like family business I mean I wasn't I was at school most of the days just like in the afternoons I'd say if I like I, I stayed home most but on the weekends with that if I would come out just help him out you know kind of just kind of just help he, he wants us to work you know just before show us like Old school, that, yeah, yeah. kind of old school way that to make us kind of show show him that that we can work. I mm-hmm. mean, at the end of the day, you have to work in, in this kind of type of world, you know. That's the way my dad was. I was paid with McDonald's, though. Yeah, so it, <laughs> I just wondered if you got cash. Well, as long as you got food, right? <laughs> I hope he didn't get McDonald's. Aren't you like a soccer coach or something? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you have to keep it healthy. Too funny. Um, well, why did you make the decision four years ago to say, this is what I want to do to continue the family legacy? What made you make that decision? Um, I, I really saw what, what we were doing um, as a store. I thought it was we were doing very well. Um, I think it was just a lot of work for one person to kind of handle everything. So usually I would say there's probably about like two or three people that kind of help, help run a business. My mom does, but she she has her full time job, mm-hmm. so it's mainly my dad. And then I saw I saw it was it was a lot on his hands, so that's when I kind of like, I kind of kind of gave up what I was doing, and then I I made that adjustment. And I think I, from that day, I think I really enjoyed it. And I mean, 
I like uh, the whole running a business and kind of like 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 uh, having employees. And I mean, as long as you do do it correctly and efficiently, I think at the end of the day, it makes your job a lot easier. And and I think I what I'm doing, I think it it affects the community too. And I think we're providing for a community of Wichita and I think it's, I enjoy it. So. I think I know the answer to this, but I want you to tell the listeners, what is your market? Who Can, are you going after as a customer? As customers? I mean, we provide to like, and it's not, it's not like a specific ethnicity or anything, but we provide to almost everyone. Um, Cause we have customers like, I think Asian, Asian food right now is like getting very popular too. And I mean, we have a lot of customers that, that, have recipes or like they want to make and they don't know what certain items are on the shelf. So we, we, we walk through the whole ingredients list with you if we have to, to help make sure that you get everything that you have on that list. Is there any particular niche within uh, that you think that you fulfill with your market? Um, I think, I think in general, I think, um, I think we fulfill, I, I would say like customer service is really good at our market. We try to push that a lot because I think at the end of the day, you have to have very, have very good customer service mm-hmm. to provide a good atmosphere for your employees and customers. That's a really good employee. job of that. Are you local only or do you have um, a, so online we, or anything going on? There? Um, we are mainly local. Um, we have a lot of customers that come out of state or out surrounding cities. They they make their trip to to our shop every week or every couple of weeks just to get, get their groceries. Um, I do want to push... Um, I would say like like nationally later on once we get um, kind of like a platform. I would say it. Uh, we have a lot of customers that, that ask us on Facebook if we ship to like different states or anything because mm-hmm. I mean I think there's certain items that we sell that they can't get at their hometown or something like that. So they, I think eventually we will push for something like that. But as of right now, it's locally. And we we danced around it a little bit, but if somebody's driving down the street and see your store, see the name. What's the wrong impression they can get about your store? What's the mm. myth about your store that people just um, think is true? I don't know. I, I feel like sometimes I, I would say this, there's always a lot of cars. <laughs> so people look at it and they're like, I don't really know what's going up, what's going on in there or what's in there, you know? And then, and sometimes I have customers that come in and say, I've, I've lived, lived around here for like 15 years or like 12 years. I finally came in and he's like, this place is awesome, you know? Like, Wow. Sometimes, sometimes they don't really know what's in there. You know, that's like, or never, never been in like an Asian market or see how how it's. it's, it's a, I would say it's a little bit of culture change. Mm-hmm. It's not like a like a Walmart or Dylan's, but it's, we sell a lot of different types of items. Like what she was saying, like we sell goat all year round, and then like and like customers. I mean, they once they come in, they like they almost fall in love, and then they come back again. They're like, man, I, I'm not going to go anywhere, anywhere else after this. It's true. <laughs> and you cut the meat up for Correct. you. <laughs> Correct. Wow. So make that's it easier amazing. for you. Yeah, customer service is amazing. So uh, along that vein, you know, uh, you bring you, a lot of people, like you said, have not been into an Asian market. So could you kind of describe what the uh, cultural appeal of this of your Asian market is for Wichita? Why it's so important to have in a city of our size? Because, you know, a lot of people will move in. And uh, one of the aspects that they look for is uh, are the cultural amenities. Correct. Right? Um, so talk to us a little bit about that. So I think our our well, especially in Wichita, we have a big Asian community. So I think that's why it even opening an Asian market it, it will attract a lot of customers for like even Asian customers because we have a big big Asian community here. So and I would say like even walking into our store, you'll see some see a lot of like 
you'll see like different types of fruits mm-hmm. uh, that you won't that you won't get anywhere else. Um, certain prices for fruits because we'll we'll get them in um, directly from wholesale or like people that that sell them directly. So, and I think that's the main thing that's different. It's probably the fruits, the meats, the vegetables are different too. Um, fishes are different. Um, and all, obviously the, the live the live seafood that we get because it's it's just kind of cool. Sometimes people just come in and they're like, oh wow, this is so cool. You like you yeah. see like this and this. And I think um, just bringing different aspects of that into one store and customers coming in to see like a different culture. I think it's even though if they don't come in and buy anything, but they want to come in and check it out, mm-hmm. it's still something like cool for them to get, go in and see something different that they can't see somewhere else. You know. I agree. And I like that. So you you gave us some idea of the different types of things that you have, but could you give us some names of like the different fruits yeah. and the different types of meat so that the listeners can really understand when they walk in, they have this variety of things that they might not have even known existed. Correct. Correct. So so I think last week, um, the chamber, they posted some of uh, the fruits that we got in like last Friday or something like that. So we got like Usually we get stuff all year round. The price kind of fluctuates if we can get it. And if it's in the U.S., the price is always cheaper. But if it's out of season, we have to get it from like, let's say like um, South America or mm-hmm. like Vietnam or like that. But we got like, we get like Rambu tin in. It's kind of cool. It's like a little like, it's a fruit with like little spikes on them. We get like um, durian in. Durian is like, um, it's a very exotic fruit. It's, it's a, I would say a, um, it's a fruit that you, if you open up, um, it's going to, it's a distinct smell to it. You'll definitely hate it or you'll like it. Um, it's one of those things that like mainly a lot of times, if on, like probably about 80% of people will not like it. But if you do love it, you'll love it. Um, we get dragon fruit in. Um, dragon fruit, we get red, uh, white, and then we get yellow. And those are like, it's really healthy for you too. I mean, if you, a lot of the, it's, like, it's called like a super fruit. So I think it has like a lot of different things in it. So it's very healthy for you. And even like our bananas, we get like different type of bananas in like American stores. They get like the really big long bananas. We get like the smaller ones, which we call like Thai bananas or like finger bananas. Like this little, sometimes like in um, in the Asian um, cultures, it's a little, little the fruits are a little bit different, almost very similar to American. But and th- those are some of the unique ones I said that we get in yeah. once in wow. a while. Thank you for sharing that. No problem. Um, really appreciate and then love hearing uh, the different varieties of yes. things that you can do when you want to expand your your taste palette. Correct. You know, that's correct. important to do. So from what I remember, you uh, do, you're the marketing manager as correct. well, right? Um, so kind of talk to us about how you've been able to market uh, your, your store and what have been some of the latest um, major successes um, that you've had over the last 12 months and how you've marketed it. Yeah. So I think um, lately we've been, uh, I think last year and a half, we've been pushing more on social media platforms just because I think it's it's a free um, advertising uh, platform. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's very convenient. I mean, everyone's on Facebook now. And um, I feel like um, if you share something that, if we share something that we get in, uh, something that attracts our customers, they'll kind of spread the word or they'll know that we have it. And since we are, my business is located in the middle of Wichita, so sometimes it's a little bit, little bit of ways for our customers to travel in and out. So we, we they want to make sure that we have a specific item or certain things that we get in that that week, and then um, that it gives them the opportunity to make their trip into the middle of Wichita to get their those items. So we try to push a lot of uh, new items that we get in, um, push promotional sale items that we get in. We have for like one or two weeks um, on those uh, social media platforms also. So I think. 
eventually we'll see what other platforms we'll touch into. But that's Facebook is one that we've been pushing a lot lately. Wonderful. Facebook is very user-friendly. Yes, correct. Right? And uh, it goes across generations. Like, correct. Uh, my great aunts, my mom, you know, and even some younger people. So that's a great tool. Are there other tools that you uh, find useful um, other than uh, Facebook and uh, things you're a member of the Chamber. Yes, correct. So maybe uh, tell us a little bit about how the Chamber has been a great resource for you and so, the market. So we, we've we just um, been a part of it. I think we've been part of it in the past, but I think my mom was running it before. But um, just recently this year, we started joining again. And then, um, I think what the Chamber's been doing, kind of like just promoting small businesses on their, on their social media also too, mm-hmm. I think it helps us out too just to kind of spread our word to like, a different crowd possibly and i mean you're right face facebook is very 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 user friendly just because my grand my grandparents use it i mean mm-hmm. all the way up to uh little kids they even use it you yeah. know so a lot of people use it so they they'll see like certain items that we get in or or something exotic something different that they they might have never seen before they'll they come in and see it you know i love that yes so the next question is and, and then i'm a turn it over to Don because I've been talking a lot. But <laughs> <laughs> it's just Shocker. really, why Wichita? Like, how did you guys choose Wichita, Kansas to have this wonderful market? So I think Wichita is, is actually a really good market to for um, to open an Asian grocery store just because I think there are people that, there are a lot of people that, that really um, are into Asian groceries now. I think it's just um, not just Asians. I mean, we have all sorts of like different ethnicities come in, and then they. Um, but I think Wichita was where I was born, uh, where our family was was uh, was um, originally um, migrated over. So we've been here for many years, and I think my my dad just decided to open. He we were we were in the process of. Um, he actually got laid off of Boeing after 9/11, and then he was kind of like in the process of like not knowing what he wants to do. And then we thought he thought about opening a restaurant. And then um, he, then they got the idea of like opening a grocery store, which they, um, uh, about 17 years ago. So they, we, that building that we're at now, there are, there used to be three sections of it. Mm-hmm. And we only rented out one of the sections. And then eventually we kind of moved our way in like the last 17 years to the whole, to expand yeah. to the whole building. So I think if anyone that's ever been to our grocery store, they'll know like how little it used to be. And then, how we got, took up the whole building over 17 years. And that is a great success story. Yes, I mean, correct. a great testimony. You you started off, um, because you see a lot of entrepreneurs who are in transition, right? Correct. Um, they're leaving one, um, you know, part of their career path and then trying to figure out what they're going to do next. And the fact that your father went on this leap of faith correct. to create this uh, grocery store in Wichita, Kansas, is great. Yes, and to see it from a small building to taking up or a small space in a building Correct. to taking up the entire building is is great. Yes. Do you have plans to expand further than that? Um, I do. I think um, we'll see where where everything goes in the next five years. We'll see. Um, it's always the I would love to expand. Um, it's always timing, and I would say location is the number one thing. So if one of, both of those two line up, I think it'll 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 happen eventually. You know. Speaking of a location, 960 East Pawnee, I haven't been to your store. Is that like Washington? Yes, Washington. Okay. Washington and uh, Pawnee, so right there on the south side. On the, north, on the south side of the street? Yes. Or north side? Uh, it will be on the kind of north side of the north street. North side, yeah. okay. Severe weather. 
Whether it's hail, wind, rain or snow, storms can cause damages, inconveniences, and sometimes even power outages. At Evergy, we're committed to providing safe, reliable energy. And in the event of an outage, our linemen work tirelessly to restore your power as quickly and as safely as possible. And with tools like our outage map and real-time updates, we're with you every step of the way. Visit Evergy.com slash stay safe to learn more. The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Success for our members, leadership for our community, and prosperity for our region. We need your input to continue to improve the business environment in Kansas and to ensure the success of our members. See wichitachamber.org for more information. To provide us input about this podcast series, send an email to communications at wichitachamber.org with your questions, comments, and suggestions for the business leaders we should feature and important topics we should address. Tell us about operating in Wichita. First, tell me how many direct competitors do you believe you have in Wichita? Um, let's see, one, two... I'd say we have about four competitors in Wichita. Okay. Um, it's just there, there are other Asian markets in Wichita and like different parts of the city. But I'd say about four. Is how, how many? What's challenging about having your store in Wichita? Um, I think there are a lot of competitors. Um, but I think um, you have to stand out in certain ways. Um, I'd say customer service is the main thing. Um, pricing is a big thing. Um, and I think... Operating in Wichita isn't, I don't think it's too bad, I would say. It's because you're in the middle of the U.S. Mm-hmm. So anything getting shipped in by truck or anything, it's it's kind of like, has like a, a route already to Kansas, you know? So I think it's, uh, even getting items into Kansas isn't that hard. But I think um, there isn't really a struggle um, operating in Wichita, I believe. And how long have you been with the chamber, you said? Um, I would say a couple months. Okay. From, uh, but we were... With the chamber, I think a couple of years oh, back, yeah. I think when your mom was yeah previous taking care of things. Why did you re up? Um, we well, we I have a friend um, that I went to college with, and she kind of like uh, brought it up to someone in the chamber, and then she kind of touched base with me, and I'm like, yeah, might as well. We can we can kind of just re up again and see how it goes. And I've, I mean, so far it's been good. I mean. Besides this great show, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> awesome. what else can a chamber do to help you succeed? Um, I think once this whole COVID thing's over, I think if we could do like maybe seminars or something like that, you know, those are always good for like, I mean, even being like a business owner or being um, part of community, it's always, it's always good to like to learn new things as in seminars or even do things that can affect the community. I mean, we can do like events, be a part of something to kind of like bring the community together, you know? I think at the end of the day, and you're in Wichita, it's it needs to be more of a community-based mm-hmm. um, atmosphere, and I think that will help us succeed. Excellent. I love it. So as we begin to wrap up this segment, um, Brandon, you've talked to us about you know how the company has grown and where you kind of see yourself leading in the next five years or so. But could you talk to me about and tell the listeners who you admire in your industry and why? Um, I, I would say I admire my, uh, father. Mm. He's very hardworking. Um, I mean, even as me taking over, he still doesn't want to stop working. Yeah, of course. <laughs> we try to give him more and more and more time off, but he still wants to work. So I think eventually, um, 
I, I, I very, very much admire that, the hardworking uh, aspect of it, because uh, at the end of the day, it does, very, does pay off a lot. Um, I think him showing me that kind of uh, mentality, that attitude, I think it kind of helps me grow as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with working with him also, too, like both of our mindsets put together, I think it's always good to have like an older mindset and a newer mindset to kind of transition a market into like a newer era, you know? Yeah. Because um, even with a market, you cannot sit with in one, one mindset forever. You know, you have to kind of like slowly transition. I mean, that's why sometimes we get like employee inputs to like how we can improve the business. Because I think employees, our employees, we they, they're there most of the day too. So they kind of see different things that we don't see, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think it's always we have, um, we always touch base like every week or every couple months, touch base with our employees and see how we can make our business run more efficient. I love that. Very last question I have for you is if there was a movie made after you in your life and the <laughs> Kim Sung Asian market, what would the name of that movie be called? Um, um, I would say maybe like um, exotic food tour in an Asian market, something like that. That nice. would be good because I mean, you can walk in. Maybe if we could just like cut open some like different fruits uh-huh. or like just like cook something up in the back right away, you know, something like that. That'd be really cool. I like to cook something up in the back. So yeah. is that an invite for us to all come over yeah, and you cook course, something up in the course. back? <laughs> I, that's the type of response I like. <laughs> <laughs> food is good, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. Got time for a couple of word associations. I'll give you a word. You tell me what you're thinking. Yeah, sure. Chamber. Community. Yeah. Okay. Because it's it's like a different community. It's kind of like, I would say, it just brings out the best in Wichita, I would say. Mm. Excellent. Family? I would say first. Nice. Just family first. That's a good one. Nice. Fun? Always. <laughs> <laughs> Should always have fun. Nice. And uh, vacation? Must needed. Much okay. needed. Beverage? Whiskey. Whiskey. <laughs> Love Excellent. it. Well, thank you, Brandon. We appreciate your time. It was it was a lot of fun learning about you and the family business and the market and the value that it brings. I mean, we know, just like everyone else, that business and entrepreneurs play a, a critical role in creating um, a better community and a better world. So thank you for what you do to make that happen. I'm awesome. coming to get some crab legs. Yes, yes, please <laughs> do. <just> saying. <laughs> thank you for having me here today, guys. Absolutely. Have a good day. And thank you all for tuning in to the Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator powered by Evergy. We hope that you subscribe and like us. Please leave a review and let us know what you liked about the podcast, what you didn't like, and let us know who you might want to hear from in upcoming podcasts. Till next time. The Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator is brought to you by the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce and is powered by Evergy. Visit wichitachamber.org for a list of the area leaders we've interviewed for this series. This show is part of the ICT Podcast Network. For more information, visit ictpod.net.
The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's Small Business Initiatives are made possible by our Small Business Program Investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. Thank you for your support of small businesses. If you are interested in learning more about small business investment, contact Angie Elliott at A-E-L-L-I-O-T-T at wichitachamber.org.